actually some of the best things in life are inconvenience. And we don't like inconvenient. We're just trained to be like, no, anything that makes my life inconvenient is bad and I must eliminate it. Mm -hmm. And thereby we have eliminated a lot of the good things from our life. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, the side where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Hey everybody, welcome back to Real FM Rewind B-Side. We are Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Hope you're having an awesome day, whatever day you are choosing to partake in this podcast. It can be whatever day you want. <laughs> whatever day you want. A Tuesday. It's true. Justin and I, and I were recording Faith Refresh yesterday, and we decided that like podcasts exist like, outside of time. Oh, they do, don't Ooh, they? Because like, I always want to cool. say, like, good morning or good afternoon, yeah, or right. happy Wednesday or happy Saturday. But like, yeah, yeah. No, there's none of that. They're just right. Like, they're their own. It's like they thing. exist in a Good morning to Dylan at eight forty-two a.m. <laughs> on Saturday. Someone's going to hear that. Someone named Maybe. Dylan. Probably not Dylan. Maybe. Probably not Dylan. no. Probably no. someone else. In That'd any case, cool. yeah, that would be super cool. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're like totally okay. derailing Kara here. Hey, yeah, it's, sorry, it's totally. We cool. like to make her introductions as difficult I as mean, possible. I mean, you know, they're already kind of awkward, so let's just go with it. <laughs> I'm going to hand it over to Isaac for on repeat. Okay. My repeat this week is Best Thing by Rock City Worship. Jesus, you are the best thing. So I've said this before that we've kind of sensed that worship music in general is changing sound mm-hmm. in the way that everyone is sort of just reformulating what it's like to do worship music. It's a little bit more dancey. It's a little mm. bit. I'm not going to use the word better, but I, <laughs> for me, for me. <laughs> I am enjoying worship music. I don't know if it's me getting older and the sound adjusting to my preferences. Yeah, I think that's it. That's maybe. Yeah. Um, but this is one of those songs specifically with the pre-chorus on this. I want more than a self-help get rich formula. Mm. I want a life that lifts you high. I want more than to sing songs that are only half true. I want to worship with my life. I want to live for the best thing. Mm. That's just like if that could be a mission statement that I just peel off and yeah. put up every wall that I look at all day. Seriously, that's perfect because it runs counter to everything that we're being told mm. is going to make us happy by the world. And Rock City Worship is just sort of laying this out for us in a really good song. And it's been feeding me in an incredible way lately. Mm-hmm. So I love really that good. one too. Yeah. I've heard it. It's come on a couple of times and just those words you just mentioned have kind of, they've kind of clicked. They've kind of caught my attention and the, and the way that it's delivered too is really like, I don't know. It's really fun and upbeat and just mm-hmm. a different formula. Like you said, that our normal worship music. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of feels like maybe worship music is like, just diversifying a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, cause there, you're right. There is more kind of this dancey, like, I don't know, uh, millennial slash Gen Z pop kind of sound. The that, vibe like, overall taking feels over some less somber. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like to true. me, I don't know. It's but nice. then there's also some just very different stuff out there. Like KB's yeah. doing his hip hop worship thing. Yes. And then there's still a lot of, I guess maybe you would say more traditional mm. kind of worship. It's ironic that we would call, you know, Hillsong and right. uh, United yeah. and that kind traditional. of stuff traditional. There's a lot right. of people who would yeah. their eyes would bug out at that. Yeah. But I, I think that's good. I like diversity yes. in worship music. Hot like take. it doesn't all have to sound <laughs> it doesn't all have to sound the same, right? Right. Agreed. And so like I, I hope that like as the sound is kind of like evolving a little bit, that like, that doesn't necessarily become all worship either. Yeah. Right. That we can maintain some kind diversity. Of a diversity of sound yeah. within worship music because I think that's a good yeah, thing. That's yeah. That's a really good point. It's awesome. So for the worship playlist, if you have one, throw that one on there. It's great. We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. 
Now it's time to press pause for the week, talking about something, going a little bit deeper about something we've been talking about on the show this week and something that's been on my mind a lot this week that we've touched on in the show. It's kind of a combination of a couple of ideas. It's this idea of friendship. This is something my husband and I have been talking about a lot more lately as we continue to grow up and realize that, hey, making friends as an adult is hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, There's that aspect of it. But then I'm also exploring this idea of our obsession as a culture with efficiency and productivity Mm -hmm. and how that kind of, in a way, goes against what it really takes to build good relationships. And this idea that actually some of the best things in life are inconvenient. And we don't like inconvenient. We're just trained to be like, no, anything that makes my life inconvenient is bad and I must eliminate it. Mm -hmm. And thereby we have eliminated a lot of the good things from our life. And and this this theme keeps popping up for me again and again. I actually read an article a few weeks ago specifically about how what if the answer to the loneliness epidemic that is very well documented right now that's happening is inconvenience. Oh, Emily Brown said this true community is inconvenient not just on a practical level, but also an emotional level. And so thinking about, wow, the things that we're doing to make our life, quote, better mm-hmm. by being more efficient, faster, is it actually making our life less good mm. in a way? And that's kind of fascinating to me. And another book that I'm reading that kind of ties these ideas together is Oliver Berkman, 4,000 Weeks. Have you guys heard about this book? Uh-uh. 4,000 Weeks, Time Management for Mortals. And it's this idea that like most of us, if we live to 80, have a total of 4,000 weeks, and which is, I know, kind of depressing, but also... (laughs) That feels short. I know, it does. And so that's his his whole thing is like, how do we handle time as mortals? But in, in that, he talks a lot about this trap of efficiency. He says, rendering yourself more efficient, either by implementing various productivity techniques or driving yourself harder won't generally result in the feeling of having enough time because all else being equal, the demands will increase to Mm -hmm. offset any benefits. So far from getting more things done, you'll be creating new things to do. Yeah. Mm. I've seen that in my own life when I've tried to optimize everything to death. Right. And with all of this free time that I would supposedly get, I would just find (laughs) more things to stress about. So yeah, that's hard because you feel like you're doing the right thing when you rework everything mm-hmm. and eliminate all of the inconveniences. Right. You're trying to make your life better. Right. And I mean, probably I want to give us the benefit of the doubt, trying to make room for the things that matter sure. in life. But somehow we still end up kind of edging out those things because we're so wired to do things efficiently. Right. Yeah. That we edge out some of the things that are super important that are by nature, inconvenient. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's a really interesting idea, especially in a book that is titled 4,000. Like, I mean, since we kind of focused on the idea of like, hey, you don't have a lot of time. Yeah. Right. But the answer isn't necessarily be as efficient as possible with it, because that is always, I think, where we tend to go. Totally. And uh, yeah, I've been kind of actually thinking about this too lately, specifically for me, kind of a slightly different angle as it relates to the importance of beauty in our world. And Mm. I think that ties into community and friendships. And like, Mm. those are beautiful things, even though they might not be the most efficient or convenient things at all times. Right. Like a a friendship can be a very, very beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. But we've kind of replaced our appreciation of beauty with an appreciation of productivity and efficiency and creating beautiful things is usually not super efficient. I mean, you think about 
growing a garden or, you know, mm. waiting for a flower mm -hmm. to grow. Like it, it takes time. It's not something you can force. It's not necessarily even like there are things you can do to optimize maybe the growing of a flower. But yeah, there's also a point where you just bump into some natural restrictions, <laughs> you right? Can't. Like, yeah, you right, can't rush it. You can't make it grow any faster. And no. I think you know, a friendship is, is kind of the same way or a mm. beautiful painting, a work of art, a song that you're writing. Right. You know, sometimes things just happen and they come quickly and you're inspired and that's great. Right. Yeah. But when it comes to creating beauty, most of the time it's a process. So yep. it, it tends to come in fits and starts and you have to wait for that inspiration. Again, it's like it's not something you can force. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think there's something there mm -hmm. of like we've kind of decided that we can sacrifice a little bit of beauty if we can get it done quickly and efficiently. Exactly. Yeah. And it feels like with that, we've lost a lot of patience. The patience to grow a garden, the, mm -hmm. the patience to know that this is going to be a months long endeavor, whatever your project is. Yep. I'm the type of person where if I have an idea, I want to hurry up and get it done, executed from start to finish like the same day. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and maybe that's the problem with our friendships and our yeah. relationships yeah. is like we're trying to make that same kind of shortcut. Oh, it's like, well, I, I need some friends. And so <laughs> if I follow this person on Instagram yeah. and we chat a few times or, you know, I go out for coffee, like maybe we'll be best friends. Right. And then like, we go out to coffee with the person <laughs> and it's great. It goes really yeah. well. And then we don't see them again for a couple of weeks. And we're like, oh, maybe that person really isn't my friend. Or right. maybe like we start to second guess like our relationship with that person because right. it didn't happen instantly. instantly. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. When that uh, is a beautiful thing that needs curation over an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. Sure. To actually become like deep and, and healthy. Yeah. Right? But we just want to take like the social media quick kind of shortcut with those mm -hmm. relationships and just, I don't know, speak them into being immediately. And then we get frustrated when it doesn't happen that quickly. Exactly. Yeah. And Oliver Berkman, who wrote this book, points out kind of this impatience thing that you're talking about, Isaac. It's, it's so ironic because the faster things are able to get done, like say a microwave, it's somehow harder to wait for a microwave to, to heat something up in two minutes than it is to cook something in the oven for two hours. Oh, man. Like 100%, you're like yeah. so much more impatient. You're trying to load a Web page. And if it takes 10 seconds to buffer, <laughs> it's like so much more annoying than if you get something in the mail. That yeah. You are waiting for this information. Right. Like, it's so ironic. Right. We've done these things to make our lives more efficient. And we've become just completely unable to handle any amount of waiting yeah. Yeah. Or like and yet like what are the things that we use to create like the most delicious and beautiful meals like yeah. we don't use right. the microwave for no, that. No, right. the microwave is for like reheating something. <laughs> you don't cook raw else. chicken in like, a microwave, no. right? Like exactly. <laughs> all of the best things that we make take like, time are longer and more intense mm -hmm. than that. Like the microwave doesn't make the best stuff. Yeah, and, oh, I'm learning yeah. a lesson. I hate this. Oh, <laughs> it's gross, right? Get out! Get out with your informative knowledge. No. Yeah, it's it's weird, but yeah, I don't. It's a struggle to get out of that mindset. How do you practically? decide this is more important right. that inconvenient relationships and beautiful things are more important than efficiency because you still have to do life and get stuff right. done yeah so that's the thing i think yeah. that i'm not very far into this book four thousand weeks but i think that's kind of what he starts talking about is you have to choose the things that you want to fail at basically you have to wow. choose yeah. that's the whole thing about the time it's not about being more productive it's about hey guess what you're never going to arrive it's about like making and, choices yeah like, you, you're I, gonna have to 
you're going to have to basically yeah choose some things over other things right which you're hate. not going to be able to do it all and <laughs> right. that like i think that is where like the well-intentioned mm-hmm. efficiency thing comes from yes. is we want to do it all we want to have everything yes, yes. and and we want to be normally instantly good at it if yeah. i can give like a real world example like really quick my friend took me to the driving range recently. Oh, man. I've swung a golf club <laughs> like once in the last 10 years. Uh-huh. I was horrible. At oh, it. I'm so bad at golf. And I came so home bad. and I was like kind of mad. And yeah. I was like, oh, I wasn't instantly good at it. <laughs> oh, no. You did it for the baby. first time ever and you weren't perfect. And it kind of yes. made me go like, oh, yeah, yeah you're right. I know. I'm rarely bad at things because I've, <laughs> I've, I like I only do the things I'm great at. So yep. it's it's frustrating. Right. And so then you have two choices there, right? Like you can either become really good at golf by spending lots and lots of time right. practicing and playing it. Uh-huh. And maybe that's something you decide to do because right. you decide maybe you want to. Isaac likes golf now. Or you go, you know what? <laughs> Being good at golf is about the 38th thing on mm-hmm. my right. priority list. Right. And I'm just not going to be good at golf and right? because okay. I want to focus on these other things in my life. Right. And yeah. th- I think that's where that like decision making tree kind of comes in. Yeah. I'm not going to be good at all 38. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and trying to take shortcuts to all of them is just going to short circuit the things that are actually important. Oh, yeah, to me. I could right. ruin my body trying to swing a club like 80 <laughs> times a day right, right now. But like, so it's not- I'm, I'm going to have to just accept yeah. this isn't going to be my thing. And I need to spend more inefficient time yes. on these five priorities over yeah. here rather than trying to down. 10 YouTube videos in a day on the perfect golf swing and yeah. hoping that makes me a good golfer. They put me you to know. sleep. I can't watch them. Oh, I know. The it's guys, bad. they're just, hey, do you want to have your swing? <laughs> and I just, I'm like, come on. I can't do it. Not can't for you, it. maybe. No, no, me neither. Fast forward. All right. Time to take a few minutes to look forward to something. What I am looking forward to is uh, it is officially the month of May. Uh, I mean, you're probably hopefully listening to this podcast in the month of May. I know we said it exists outside of time, Dylan, but I'm going to claim this month for this podcast. Yeah, it's May and May is one of my favorite months of the year because Mm. I have a very kind of like niche interest of mine that takes place in May, and that is the Indianapolis 500. Oh, okay. man. It's yeah. an Indy car race that takes place on Memorial Day weekend. It's the last <laughs> weekend in May every uh-huh. single year. Uh-huh. And this is my immediate family's niche thing that we all happen to be into. <laughs> so rad. That nobody else is into. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just thinking about this and was like kind of curious about niche interests like oh. yeah i think it's kind of fun that like different yeah. people have these kind of random things that you might not ever know about that person because i'm not a gearhead no i'm not like a big car guy necessarily sure. but my dad went to his first indianapolis 500 with his dad in i think the 70s mm-hmm. wow. mid 70s and got hooked on the sport and was into it and then i was born and he shared that love with me and yeah i was cool. into it and even the women in my family like my sister who is literally like the least sports interested person you could imagine <laughs> yeah she sits down and watches the indy 500 and loves watching the indy 500 that's because cool. it's just a thing that our family does on that's memorial so day weekend that's so fun the end of may every single it. year in fact she's going this year with oh, my dad. oh wow so it, i don't know it's this really fun thing that is unique to our family i was just curious and it's okay if you can't think of something mm. sure but i was wondering like is there something like that for you guys as well that it's like mm. this is the 
niche thing of mine. It's hard to find other people that really relate to me on this thing. <laughs> yeah. I tell other people like, oh yeah, I'm really into this. And their eyes kind of glaze like, over. Yeah, and they're like, okay. what is that? <laughs> yes. uh, but that you just get really excited about. Like, does anything come oh, yeah, to mind? That's oh, good, or not so much. That's too, a really good question. Too many things. Too many things. <laughs> okay. I, it's, it, I'm things. having to figure out what to dial in and what I want to focus I on. I know. Um, so immediately the first thing that comes to mind is I have a tiny little um, mechanical keyboard at my home office yes. that I ordered from Thailand or Taiwan over yeah. the pandemic. And it was kind of my foray into mechanical keyboards. So if you're listening to this and you're going like, what is a mechanical keyboard? <laughs> you're probably typing on what's called a membrane. <laughs> and uh, the thing with this is that they provide different tactile functions yes, for all the keys. Do. Some can make noise. Some are quiet. You can even get specific lubrication for the, <laughs> the stems. It's bad. And you can go buy a mechanical keyboard, but there's also this whole community that like you build yes. your own. Yeah. Like, you get all the different pieces. Of like, right, right, right. And yeah. I ordered a kit for this one and I sort of assembled it. It has like a cool clear shell so you can yes. see the innards. Yes. Um, and it's something that you could spend all of your money on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have spent some of my money on it. <laughs> And I'm enjoying it. But it is one of those hobbies that I have to watch the more consumerism side of it because mm. there's this like, oh, well, now you need this, this and this. And I'm like, I'm I love my little tiny one. Yeah. So I'm going to keep rolling with this one. <laughs> but it's a customization thing that you get to do That's that cool. I love customizing stuff. I rarely leave items not covered in stickers and, yeah. you know, just you are, yeah. mine. That's um, true. My hydro flask is sitting in front of me and it doesn't it's have not. a sticker on it. This is rare for me. But <laughs> yeah, mechanical keyboards are mine. That sounds fun. That's yeah. what I bring up. And some people look at me like I've grown a third arm. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, huh. No, it's a better keyboard. <laughs> Why no, do really? you care about that? I'm like, well, I'm typing all day. <laughs> so it matters. Makes sense. That, yeah. that is totally fair. <laughs> The one that is coming to mind, and it's coming to mind because I actually went and had brunch with a friend this weekend, uh -huh. and this is something that she does. She has a whole bunch of like teapots and tea sets, like legit authentic. And she made me brunch and she had like a legit teapot with Scottish tea in it and Whoa. was brewing like really good tea yeah. and scones. And it reminded me when I was in high school, my mom and my aunt and I got super into like buying old school authentic teapots on ebay and teacups nice and we had legit tea parties for some of my high school friends i learned to make devonshire cream and i can make a mean scone y'all <laughs> uh we it. would make I believe yeah it. we would make I like now want one. the little i know i need yeah. to make some i think we did like cucumber and you know the cream cheese little sandwiches and we, we had it all like we were into it it was a thing for a while that we were super into that's fun so, that's so yeah rad. that's a fun memory so my suggestion for all of us and this applies to me very much so it's something that i feel like i want to try to do a little bit better at and maybe it could be part of the friendship yeah. development stuff we were talking about earlier when you're talking to people find out like mm. their niche that, like what's something that they are really, really interested yeah. in. Yes. That's kind of weird and yeah. out there. And yeah. you're like, I don't really get that. Like, I don't understand <laughs> yeah. anything about <laughs> that. I just said the, about tea parties. What you call it? Like Danny DeVito cream pots. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or that. Devonshire cream. Okay. <laughs> Or like amazing. people's eyes glaze over when they're like, okay, keep, you know, I just buy the yeah, keyboard at Walmart and I use that, right? That's awesome. Or you turn on the TV and you happen to catch an Indy car race and you're like, okay, so they look like yeah. weird airplane cars and they're just going in circles. Right. What's yeah. the big deal? Um, there are so many intricacies and details yes. to mm -hmm. all of these different things. And it's actually, I think, when I have occasionally done it, 
really, really fun to talk to somebody who's really passionate mm. about a thing yeah. and true. have them explain that passion to you. Yeah. Like, I mean, mm. think about your thing in your life and what you're really passionate about. Mm. And then imagine like the joy of someone interestedly asking you about that thing. Like, yeah. I actually yeah. want to know all about like your keyboard yes. and tell me about like the lubricant that you <laughs> use and why you use that <laughs> yeah. and why you got the switches that you did. Right. And the excitement that comes of being able to share that with it's another true. person. Like, yeah. I think that just brings a lot of joy yeah. uh, and it might bring a surprising amount of joy even to you as the uninterested person yeah. of like learning about a new thing that you had no idea about. Right. So, That's so maybe something to try like once this week, find yeah. somebody with a weird hobby and ask them about it. Yeah. <laughs> what a good idea. Well, whatever your day includes, whether it's a weird hobby or a, um, a scone, a scone. <laughs> That's what my day wants to include. I would like, yes, sure. I would like my day also to include a scone. Hope you have a good one and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs>